Welcome to like mother like son like movies. I'm Aaron and I'm here with my mother. Hello. And um, it's the time of the year again. It's the Oscars, uh, Academy Awards, and the uh, whole gala, and the whole buzz around it, and the controversies, and the winners, and the nominations, and all that buzz. And um, and I'm 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 really tired. I'm I. I'm, I'm, I, I really don't have a lot of motivation for this year's Oscars to be so energized and into it. And so we'll see how this goes. I Maybe I will sound a lot of, uh, cynical about it, but I there's a lot of really good movies also. That's, you know, there's a lot of uh, good stuff to talk about also. So let's see how it goes. What I meant was that when we... Um, because I was re- preparing a lot to talk about, you know, because we always we always have this thing about with Oscars that every year we do a show about it and we talk about it and we don't know the winners. We always reveal the vi- winners to each other throughout the show and we talk about the movies and all this stuff. And it's really about kind of like looking back on 2018 and all the movies that came out and which what good movies are there to be seen. And stuff like that. So, and I was kind of preparing for it. I was, I kind of doing an effort to see 2018 movies, especially during the end of the year, and to kind of see, like, okay, maybe I will have some movies to talk about. Because I think you, you always have, you have seen more of the movies that they present in the Oscars. Yeah, I try to make that effort to see them, if it's possible. I see. Yeah. And. Um, but then we then we kind of the nominations were re- revealed and I was really shocked because yeah. not a lot of the movies that were really interesting in 2018 was in the Oscars at all. There was a couple like Black Clansman was there yeah. and everything, you know, yeah. like that deserves to have that recognition and things, but not a lot. And I was really like surprised that I've, I really don't care most of those movies myself or yeah, a lot of movies like favorite and stuff that I I still I even haven't seen yet, but I I really looking forward to see it and stuff. Mm. But I I was really shocked how much actually you know they don't get to the the interesting movies don't get to be in there, and and in general the whole Oscar thing is is they are getting more and more ridiculous with their stuff. They are they are really becoming more laughable every year. Like last year they fail with the Moonlight. Uh, winner was it the last year or the year before? Maybe it was year before, but yeah, Malatya was this uh, this the, the Toro. What was his name? Ah, yes, Ape of Water. Yeah, exactly. It was the year before, and um, this year there was like just ridiculous stuff that came out from there, like the popular film category. Like they tried mm-hmm. to um, introduce a new category for popular film. Uh, which kind of is just weird and it's uh, the way I, I would understand it is that they tried to kind of like give more recognition to kind of blockbuster movies or something but it was kind of 
everybody laughed about it. Even I even heard that people inside the academy, like members of the academy, they they even laughed about it themselves. Like this is just stupid. Like what are you even yeah. trying? There was the Kevin Hart controversy, um, which you didn't really mind so much. I don't mind. I got to like Kevin Hart that year when he was, when he was. He was a, um, he was in house before. Yeah, yeah. See, it was that year when when it was Tarantino with uh, hate. Ah, yeah. Hate. Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember that. Yes, I remember. Him. I I learned to know him then. I may, uh, everybody else maybe knew him before. I really like him. Well, but then the the very, very last, they they even like, they even tried very hard to push at the very end. They tried to push some new controversies in with (laughs) with, uh, cutting uh, four awards from the live show. Like they they announced that they will hand over four awards during commercial break, which was the... Yeah, important awards. Yeah. A live action short and makeup and hairstyling and one one actress yeah. very well said on Twitter that if you if we if you know how are we supposed to inspire future filmmakers and people in the film industry if we don't even let them see those talent uh, being awarded you know in front of them and yeah. like you you hide them you know and yeah. then like and it, uh, quite quite it was a quite interesting point that she also made that do we really need so much awards for actress uh, actors. You know, like we have so few awards for the other parts of a film, mm. but we have yeah. like four. Well, maybe that is you know changing the the value on on those uh, in the industry. In the, not the yeah, actors, but it's pretty late because it's tens and tens of years. It's only actors they talk. About. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, I hope that Oscars would reflect that change, but I feel like they are trying to. Mm. It's all about money in the end. Yes, it's a money. It's, they want to make it three hours, and that is a really shitty decision. Yeah, they are. They are in a big trouble. They are losing viewers. They are losing the audience. Kind of, they don't know how to really make it. But the discussion it, it creates discussion, and that's good. Yeah. Well, for me, the discussion is more criticizing the directly of Academy Awards, not really the. Okay, we have another discussions about industry, like yeah, like the Me Too movement and you know the representation and all this stuff, uh, which is of course uh, very important stuff. But it has got better in many ways. Like there are more movies made by um, African Americans. Yeah. And so on. It's really, really many nowadays, and good ones, really good ones. So that that's wonderful. Yeah, but like, 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 as as we will see, there is not really any woman filmmakers represented in this awards season, and there were very good films by women, like Lynn Ramsey's "You Were Never Really Here," which is just not present at all, which is, was a fantastic film so it, it doesn't really represent it it's 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 can you really have a actual representation if you have money behind it you know like it's not nothing to do with the quality of the movie like they will i i don't really believe that they really understood what when they gave an award to moonlight what moonlight actually was i don't really think that they really understood the quality yeah, yeah. i i think that they, they didn't understand but if I want to say, I want to say something about the the movie you didn't see yet. This the favorite. It's 
it's not directed by a woman, but it's all about women. It's a rare movie about three mm-hmm. women, which are only about women. So in that way, it's, uh, I don't like it so much, that film, but, uh, but in that way, it's a very good thing. So it's changing a little by little. There, there is some change. Yeah, I don't really see it myself. Uh, I'm I'm more tired, like I said in the beginning. I'm I'm I don't have a lot of chances to give them anymore. Like like you asked me before, and no, no. Uh, we will see how it will go. But I don't really care. And we in this in this episode, we wanted to kind of reflect that in a way that okay, you can have all those discussions about films and stuff. But what about the films themselves? And we. We will give like a half yeah. of this episode to get to go through the winners that we selected from a handful of categories. And then after that, we will devote the other half of the film for our personal recommendations of 2018. Oh, yeah. And we will discuss yeah. about films that should have had their Oscar, own Oscar gala, you know, like qual- about the actual yeah. like quality films. Yes. That we think. So, um, so let's begin, and we will go straight into it. We will go right into the big uh, trophy, which is the best picture. So, okay, so there was um, Black Panther. There was first, then there was Black Clansman, this mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, the favorite, Green Book, Roma, mm-hmm. and A Star Is Born. My favorite. Absolutely, is Black Clansman, which is a perfect film in in every way yeah. you watch it. It's perfect. <laughs> I've seen it three times by now, and I can watch it. It always cheers me up. Like it always gives me energy. It's it's not tiring film. You see, it, it gets better and better every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really really good. We went to see it together in uh, the cinema and. Um, and it's kind of like this. This list is a good, good example of like how kind of uninspiring movies there were. So I, I, I don't really care about Bohemian Rhapsody and Star Is Born, yeah, yeah, no. um, or Green Book, which which is mind-blowingly idiotic. It sounds. It was. It was a quite a big shock, like to see that. Well, it came out. Green Book came out, and I don't like. I I think I have to say to the listeners here a little bit like that how. How awful the whole cream book sounds on paper! It's it's um, it's 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 a it's a clearly a mo- it's a uh, it, it's clearly a movie that is to show uh, to to talk about how you have the both sides of racism. You have the racist white person, and then you have the victim of the racism, and how we should work through to bring these people together in a way that both people have f- flaws. And they have to overcome their flaws, which is just just an awful story thing thing to say. It's an awful idea. Yeah, it's an awful thing to say. As 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 if the black person has something as 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 flawed as the as the racist's attitude. Yeah, you know, somebody is just themselves, and the other person is racist. How can you compare these things? Yeah, but you know that. The funny thing is that in Black Landsman, Spike Lee made a comment exactly on that point. Uh-huh. He he said it in the film. Oh, okay. He showed it. He showed this uh, President Trump saying it like this: "This is a good people, and these also are good people." <laughs> so uh, or did then Trump say that you have bad people on this side and bad people on that side? 
but that was more the Trump <laughs> controversy that he said about the about the Charlottesville incident and stuff that somehow yes, the Nazis yes. are also as good. Funny thing is that in in the same in another film in the which for winning they say the opposite than the other in the Green Book, you know. The other yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. And and in, so, it, there was there is a, a whole lot other. It's, this is not the only problematic thing about Green Book. They they completely falsified the whole story of this person, this this real person. It's nothing. Yes. It's not true what happened. Yeah. The family of the estate and the family mm-hmm. of the the pianist they. They were ashamed of the movie. They they were baffled that this movie, how much it distorted the reality. Mm-hmm. And Marcella Ali apparently called them and apologized for what ha- what was ha- happened in the movie, and yeah. that he didn't know that he could ask their guidance and help during that. So it was a whole production flaw, flawed production of handling this with respect, the story of this person yeah. and. It's that's that's just really dirty. You know, to... I would have liked more in yeah, it's dirty. I would have liked more the, the story itself of that green book. That the main person in the film would have been that green book because that's the terrible thing I never knew about. Oh, okay. You saw the film? No, I haven't oh. seen it, but I have read a lot about it and I, I just yeah, couldn't face it yet. I have to be strong. Yeah, I still also maybe have to see it one day somehow. I don't know. I don't really want to give so much. I, I all I want to talk about it is is to bring a light the criticism and the 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 problem of this movie. This is a very problematic movie. There, there's even like they even saw it on the trailer. That there's a scene where it's it's kind of baffling to me that this exists in a movie in 2019 that the that that the the, the, the Vico Mortesen, who who both the actors are intelligent beings, I don't understand why they would. Vico Mortesen is even Oscar nominated. I don't understand. Uh, he he apparently has to teach Marcella Ali to be more black, which is very problematic. And it doesn't sound at all good, but we have to see the movie. You know, we have. To- <laughs> even if we don't <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe so yeah so anyway so any, i think that you know and i i have seen rome roma is rome, yeah. roma yeah roma and uh, it's a very good film but i could talk hours about it really and i there are flaws in it it's not mm-hmm. a perfect I could even tell why it's not perfect film. It's very, it's very beautiful cinematography, but the story itself is problematic. So, so I think that in in fact that they have given because I don't know yeah. yet the prizes. We as we said. So I think they give the prize to Roma. I think so too. Roma would feel like the type of movie that would get like because everybody liked Roma. No, everybody on every side. Mm-hmm. It's the Biggest favorite and yeah. Star is Born and Bohemian Rhapsody are like the where like would be the Oscar bait movies that really tried very hard to mm. be an Oscar movie and but I don't think they they mm. would get it. Roma is would be the quality Oscar movie, you know, to get you know. Yeah. Green Book, I I don't want and this book, to have Black Panther week. I don't re- at all understand why it's there at all. Yeah, but superhero movies can be there. It's just like I, I guess I think also Black Black Panther's 
position to be there is very much the impact it had. And yeah, I think so. But it's uh, the, now we are talking about the movie itself as art. Yeah, but no. you can. It's okay. it's 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 very it's an interesting discussion. That's that's these are the good types of discussions that Oscar does bring. It's like the the role of blockbuster movies. We don't have to give popular film category for them, but we can acknowledge their impacts on culture and stuff. Which art is? Art is culture. Art is many things. Art is not only non superhero movies. Superhero movies can be, for example, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse is as as much well-written, directed, acted as any other movies on this Oscar-nominated. And it, it, there's like, it's only in the animation department. But it could have been with Black Panther as much best picture. It, it, I, uh-huh. I, I, okay. I say it already. I see your point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for best screenwriting. Sp- Spider-Verse should have been there nominated as best screenplay. Um, it was fantastic writing. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So now let's see. Let's see. No, I don't know yet. Okay, best picture is the winner is dun 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 dun. Green book. <laughs> we just gave it words. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It's worse than I thought. It's worse. <laughs> so now we pass this. This, okay. This, now we can go. Okay, we the... yeah we now we we got uh, <laughs> we yeah we yeah that was the worst blow. That's okay. the worst. Okay, blow. what's the next nomination? Yeah, the next uh, category is uh, best director. So we have here Spike Lee, mm-hmm. and then we have Pavel Pavlikovsky wow, which is very from nice. Cold War, and Jorges Lantimos from uh, mm-hmm. The Favorite, and then. Alfonso Cuaron from mm-hmm. Roma and Adam McKay from Vice. Which I, I want to point out already that, that that was kind of interesting this year that we have quite a diverse group of directors. We have a Greek, we have Black, we have um, uh, Mexico, Mexican, uh, we have a Polish. We have Pol- Polish. Mm-hmm. And we have Spike Lee. <laughs> it what is a, nice a category in himself. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, very hard to say. Pavlovsky is not going to get Oscar. We are not going to give it to some Polish, non-English movie like what the hell. Yeah. Even if he made a marvelous movie, I've seen this Cold War. It's a marvelous film. It's an unforgettable film. And Jorges Lantimos is an interesting pa- person, which mm-hmm. will make which yeah, I would like very much one day to talk about, especially mm-hmm. like separately. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the favorite, but he has made five other films, four other films. So very interesting person. What he is in his mind, I wonder. So anyway, he's a good director, and but I think that it will go to Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. What do you think? Would would sound logical because if if it didn't, if the best picture didn't go to Roma, then at least they will uh, give him the best director. You know, like that way. So they kind of balance it out. That oh, okay, he can get the director because he he made a movie everybody likes. Yeah. So the. Yeah. Best directing okay. is so, Alfonso yeah. Cuarón. 
<laughs> so we were right. He, he, he got it, but, but why Spike Lee don't think get it? Why don't they like him or what is it? It's, he's so fantastic. Ah, it's a shame. But anyway, they all, five of them were good directors. So, so then we have a, a best actor. That's male actor. No. So, yeah, so that's Christian Bale. And I think he was in Vice. Mm-hmm. And then Bradley Cooper from this um, Star is Born. Willem Dafoe, I think he was uh, acting. Is it from this uh, Van Gogh movie? Yes, uh, at the... Eternity's Gate. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I think it's crazy to make a film if a French person talks English, not this. Van and not the French. He could talk French because he was there in France, but he's Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, then the French. It's so silly. So Rami Malek mm-hmm. from um, from where was he in Bohemian Rhapsody? It is uh, yeah, and Viggo Mortensen in this mm-hmm. book. Oh. So, you know that I think from all these five, if I can say, is I. I go for Christian Bale. Yeah. Uh, because he is really good. He's been always good in everything. He's made a long career. And he's, what I've seen from, I haven't seen this vice, but what I've seen from it, he's yeah. good. Yeah. Christian Bale is like, kind of every year he makes really a big effort for his acting, like every time. And so yeah. I, he, he's like an Oscar yeah. quality oh, every time, it feels. Even even when Every he makes a Terminator, time. it feels like he 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 put all his cut into it. <laughs> um, yeah, and the yeah. others are not. I I really was very very sorry that Rami Malek they took for Bohemian Rhapsody, even if the people now acclaim him so much. I don't know for what, because it was when I heard that Sasha Baron Cohen didn't get the part, I knew that that's it. It because. To, mm-hmm. to be Freddie Mercury, you have to have charisma. Yeah. You know, I could talk about this hours. It's an Baron Cohen's charisma. But uh, somehow this uh, family didn't like it, or the, yeah. what, who was it who decided yeah. from it? So they took this man to water it down. It watered it mm-hmm. down. So people can say whatever they like about this. Um, mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, but I will not take it. I will not take. It. So, you want to hear which one I really would have liked to get? Uh, yeah. Because I know that there is a male actor this year who made a part which is just amazing. Yeah. Which one? Paul Giamatti. He's not here in any of the categories, but he was in a movie called Private Life. Ooh. There's a couple who wants to have a baby and they have big difficulties, the whole thing. It was in Netflix, I saw it. So, so Paul Giamatti, it's amazing what he's there doing. He's definitely the best. Oh, wow. Okay, I have to see it. Yeah, I, I'm always in for a good Paul Giamatti role. Yeah, mm. he just has to appear in the film and that's mm. it. No, he is that thing, the, that character. He is that character, like he's like he's playing it, you know, like, no. But, oh, amazing. Yeah, he, he's very much always 
it feels like himself in a way. Yeah, I'm happy to say that. Uh, yeah. I, I'm happy to say yeah. that. Too bad he's not so, anyway. there. So who so won it? The winner is dun, 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 Rami Malek. <laughs> well, we said about Oscar in the beginning that what went See? into yeah. them. So number four, best actress. Here's an interesting thing. There's Yalitza Aparicio. I don't know how to pronounce really, but from Roma. Then Glenn Close from uh, Wife. Then Olivia Colman from The Favorite. Then Lady Gaga from uh, Star is Born. And Melissa McCarthy was from a film. uh, No, I don't forgot. I haven't seen it. The subject there didn't interest me, but I have to see that film anyway one day. It all the so boring subjects all this have. So anyway, I suppose that Glenn Close. Everybody's talking about that she's getting it. Oh. But I have my own favorite, which is not here at at all. Said. It's it's uh, two two women who were just amazing this year. Is from Cold War, this Polish woman, Joanna Joanna Kulik, is it's something to watch. I compare her to Emmanuel Riva. Wow. As good as as good, but young woman. And then another one is an old woman, an actress, Anna Brun from Paraguay. She's act. She was <laughs> acting in the heresies. The two women heiresses oh. who it's, a, it's such a good film who could have been here in the mm-hmm. best films and it just passed by I think that she was rewarded in Berlin the best okay wow yeah yeah, yeah. she is um, these two women they are pleasure okay which got it who got it the winner is Olivia Coleman from the favorites. Oh. oh, poor Glenn Close. Oh. Because Olivia Coleman, I know she's a marvelous actress, but I have seen this favorite and it's just a slapstick. It's, it's like three women playing a historical, slapstick uh, historical play. But didn't you think that it was good to good story about women? Yeah, three women together, but in a slapstick way in history. That's why I didn't like that film. But we can have to talk about it another time. We don't. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So oh, next one. Okay. So the next one is best side actor. What actor you call it in real life? Like I've said, the supporting yeah. role. Yeah, okay, supporting role. It's five, number fifth category. We have Mahesara Ali, mm-hmm. Adam Driver. He's from Black Landsman. Mm-hmm. And then Sam Elliott. This, I don't remember which film. Star is Born, I think. Ah, okay. Richard E. Grant. And this, I don't either know where it was. And Sam Rockwell, who got already. <laughs> last well, yeah, oh, the horrible, mis- the epic story. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Um, yeah. Don't don't remind me. Um, so Richard E. Grant was from "Can You Ever Forgive Me"? Aha, mm-hmm. like Melissa McCarthy. Okay. So anyway, I think that they will give it to Mahershala Ali mm. from the Green Book. I think they will give it. But I myself, 
I am voting for Adam Driver in Black Landsman. You see, he's so effortless that you couldn't even notice his acting, so you don't give him a prize. I know they don't give him a prize because it's not <laughs> like acting at all. Yeah. It's himself. Well, yeah, that that's kind of like I can I can understand the discussion about it that people were kind of surprised why Adam Driver is there because, like you say, he's kind of effortless and doesn't really it doesn't struck like an Oscar acting. In, in the movie, it's kind of like, yeah, it was a good acting, but it's like, it's not nothing special. It wasn't nothing amazing. He's not hitting anybody. He's not crying loud or he don't, he don't make a big mess there. It's just yeah. acting good. Yeah, I, I'm all up for it. Yeah, Adam Driver should have, he's a good actor. Yeah, okay. So the actor in supporting role uh, was Mar Hersala Ali. Oh, nice for him. Even if I don't care about the movie and so on, but he, I like I, I him. I think I really. pronounced his name wrong. I'm sorry. Mahershala Ali. No, but didn't he go, didn't he go, now has like two, because he got also from Moonlight. Yeah, he got. Wow, what a guy. Yeah, what a guy. He's as charming as Adam Driver, no, effortless, nice, really, really nice. He's as good as Adam Driver, but okay. So now we have in six. Best actress in supporting role, Amy Adams in Vice. She's always good. Then Marina de Tavira, Roma, and then Regina King from Beale Street. I mean, if mm-hmm. Beale Street could talk, from Emma Stone from The Favorite, and then Rachel Vice mm. from Favorite. And now we have the. Yeah, we, I already had the Black Clansman, but now we have a next mo- another movie that I saw, which was the Bill Street Good Talk, and Regina King was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was very good. She was very, yeah. very wonderful. Really, really good, and she, she earns it if she gets it. And I think they will give it to her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, 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 but I myself surprisingly vote for. Emma Stone. <laughs> really? <laughs> Can you believe it? I got turned around completely by this film by Jorgis Lantimos, where she, he wow. made Emma Stone, or oh, Emma Stone learned by herself or whatever. She don't anymore turn her mouth around like that. She talks normally. She has no, the eyes are not bulging, no big thing anymore. She, I don't know. She thinks she, she learned. She has learned. Like I said, from the Birdman, you remember? I didn't like her in Birdman. Yeah, or other ones so, either. You you just didn't like her. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like her in, in Woody Allen's film and so on. I didn't like her. Now I changed because in The Favourites, she's perfect. She's acted very, very well. Very good. So now I'm a fan of Emma Stone. You see, I can mm-hmm. change. Yeah. And Emma Stone herself changed, so I can change too. It's a, it's a real milestone. Yeah, and and uh, I if if anybody who hasn't seen the favorite mm-hmm. yet go and see it because the end of it, but Emma Stone has is ending the film. You know, the end scene is one of the kind in the whole world. It's the the film itself. I didn't like so much, but the end of it is it's. Um, I don't know what to say. To it's hundred percent. Yeah. And Emma Stone made it. Okay. So, but she's good in the whole film. 
So I vote for her. So who got it? Dum 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 dum. It was Regina King. Yay! Yippee! Yippee! Nice. Kind of, kind of. I don't know if there was any other year where you had on the same so same category actors or somebody from the same movie too. Like now we have Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz from the favorites. And Rachel Weisz had another movie last year that she could have also had a nomination. But it's funny that it was the favorite that had to have the spotlight. But we will get to that. And also from this, yeah, and this movie also Olivia Colman. Colman was um, er, mm-hmm. in that movie, the favorite. Those three women made that film. Yeah. So then we are in seven best animation. Yes. Uh, we have Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Murai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Which is, I think this is your territory, but I first say quickly that I think the spider business will get it. I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it so much. But I myself, I instinctively vote for Mirai. Ah, and for what reason? Because it's about children, very important film about a child who was getting a brother, baby brother. Kind of a slow thing. I I prefer those to those. Yeah, yeah. You have a very specific taste in animation that you enjoy. Yeah, so I say, but what do you say? Because you are into animation. Uh, Yeah, so... um... I, I saw Mirai, and Mirai was really good. It was it was uh, I was it was very surprising how how well told story how 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 deep it went and stuff and it indeed is about children and it's there it's kind of like there is something uh, that that it combines takes a lot from uh, kind of uh, where the wild things are. Yeah, it it actually like literally has that like. Like where the wild things are is about one single anger emotion. That story. It's like one single emotion that the child gets and he it shows the journey through that emotion. And Mirai is like ten of those. It's like not just one moment in emotion, but it's like the whole journey through this kid getting in terms with his little sister and the emotions mm-hmm. about family. Uh, balance and stuff relations and it's really well told to kind of understand the point of view of a child it, mm-hmm. it helps a child to uh, to visualize and tell a story about their emotion and it also helps the parents to understand mm-hmm. their perspective how they mm-hmm. feel and how these things might make them feel you know so it, it's really yeah. a, a movie for a whole family it's, yeah. it's a beautiful beautiful film about emotions and about yeah. uh, children like you say and yeah. it deserves to be seen and to give more uh, attention and stuff so it, yeah, I I it, it's a very very nice movie um so it's a little bit hard competition against spider-verse because spider-verse also mm. did something extraordinary it it took the mm. animation format to another level it, it was something okay. very special that we haven't really seen in, uh-huh. and also took superhero movies to another level. 
it was it uh-huh. it okay. i had a friend who for example was very just tired sick and sick tired of superhero movies just couldn't get into it and he really liked spider-man he, and he said to me like i was really surprised how much i enjoyed the superhero movie again it it gave a new turn into what superhero means. What is it about that archetype character, and what what is our connection yeah. to heroism? And it talked a lot about that. And it's yeah. a beautiful, as much beautiful movie about children as Mirai, because it did it. The main uh-huh. character is a child, and it's about yeah. specifically uh, this this child, and especially a black child. And I believe you because last year you said that Coco is marvelous, and I, then I saw it afterwards, and I was completely agreed. I agree. It's a yeah. 100% I don't know if Spider Verse is for you specifically. It's a very fast paced. It's a very there's a lot of hip hop elements, and it's very modern. And for, uh, for, but it, it there's something very heartwarming, and my 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 heart just melted. Because it, it, it touches you so deep into how we take in the, the, the idea of heroism. And that no matter who you are, you can be a hero. And, you know, after the movie, I'm mm. in the theater. And then you see two little children after the movie run in front of the screen, you know. And they just start jumping and kicking yeah. like Spider-Man. With each other, and <laughs> after you have seen that movie, and once you know what the movie have said, yeah. and then you see the children, you there's mm. you you you, mm. you you your heart will melt. You know, it's it's something really special. Yeah, this is this is why we have superhero stories. It's this movie, you know. Uh, okay, so I believe you, and I'm I suspect that I will like it if you say that there's more to it, like it uh, brings it to another level. Movie, you know. So so uh, so it's a hard thing to Mirai will not get the attention it deserves in America. So I think it will be the Spider Verse because it it has been very popular. It it mm. was really I think successful in mm. uh, things and stuff. So uh, for me it's a, it's a success if Pixar didn't get it this year because it's always Disney and Pixar they always get it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I and one thing more that I love dogs. It's a, it's a special movie. It's too special for any Oscar or anything because it's for specific types of people and situation to see it. It's like yeah. it's a very good point that you bring up Isle of Dogs that I, because I didn't actually even talk about Isle of Dogs that if, if it had any meaning, you know, or something. And you know, it was a very very amazing achievement in animation. Wes Anderson's yeah. productions are something very spectacular and like yeah. it's 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 a movie to study you know if you want to become an animator yeah. and filmmaker you should study his movies and but but uh i think we may, might have to talk about it another day or something but you know i i just want to say put it on the table that with with, with one sentence that um i i Someone liked it when we were seeing it, but then afterwards I started to dislike it more and more. Ah, okay. I think it's the ne- the the second movie from Wes Anderson that I didn't really like so much in oh. the end, mm. and I was very surprised. I see. I suspect it needs a special kind of uh, attitude and time and feeling because it's so 
extraordinary. I have it at home now at the moment, so I'm watching it for a few times. Can I see? Okay, so what what got the winning? Um, so the winner of best animation is Spider Wars. Oh, yippee! Okay, it was a uh, it was obvious. Yeah. In the end. So number is best original script, and that is screenplay. I mean, the favorite is favorite. Then first reformed by Paul Schrader, then Green Book, then Roma, and Vice. And uh, my favorite, of course, is First Reformed by Paul Schrader, because that's one of the best films of the whole year, I'll later say about it. So Roma will probably get it. Yeah, Roma is quite... Uh, it's With all these categories, Roma is very strong but mm -hmm. i agree first re first reformed is is deserving all the awards you know like it's mm -hmm. it's yeah. it's kind of ridiculous that it's only appearing in the screenplay area and it it without any doubt it will clean the table of all other comp competitions it's it's yeah. a marvel the whole like film and like i said earlier spider-verse should have been there also like it, it's it's a laughable that you have cream book here i you know i i'm tired <laughs> yeah so let's see who won the best original screenplay so the best original screenplay is best original screenplay. oh i have bad feeling <laughs> the winner of or best uh I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. It's a green book. Yeah, it's the yeah. green book. It's green book. <laughs> well, we can laugh about it, you know. <laughs> you have, you have okay. Paul Schrader, first reformed, <laughs> and. <laughs> yeah, <Roma>. <laughs> 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 Okay, so let's go to number nine. Best adapted screenplay. I will tell the Ballad of Buster Scruggs by the Corn Brothers. Then Black Landsman. Can you ever forgive me? Then uh, if Bill Street could talk and the Star is Born. These are adapted screenplays. Yeah, I wonder uh, first of all that uh, the Ballad of Buster Scrubs, which is one of the best films of last year, is only here. So uh, it's perfect film. More perfect couldn't be a script, really, a screenplay, really. So I say that I I vote for that for myself, like. Yeah, uh, uh, you you read the Bill Street book. Yeah, I read the book, and the book is different from the film. The book is, is, it's one of the best books I ever read. It's very, very good about feelings and love and family. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's so good written, and he has taken mostly straight from the book what he has said, but it's uh, so short, like the movies. Yeah, the book is long and. It, he describes it all and the and everything. So I don't really think that it's it's good. Of course, it's good screenplay because um, 
because this um, Barry mm-hmm. Jenkins cannot make. He's a good screenplay person as well as a director. But I vote for Ballad of Buster Scruggs. What do you vote? Well, I think Beale Street is the only one I actually saw. And Black Clansman. So, yeah, and Black Clansman, yeah, of course. But adapted, it's, it's kind of funny that it's separated from original because then you kind of have to know the original also mm-hmm. and see kind of why, why it's adapted or something. I don't know, like, what's, mm-hmm. what's the difference of original adapted? Like, they just didn't get the idea first or something. I don't yeah, know. I also think it Anyway, Beale Street and Black Clans were really well written. So, like... Both of them. Yeah, so... I would give it to any of them. I didn't see the Coen Brother movie yet, so I don't know. It's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Any point you look. So let's see who won best mm. The winner is dun, 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 Black Clansman. Oh, they want they want to do something to Spike Lee. But so there is there is like there is like four people that got the award. It's it's not only Spike Lee, but it's like yeah, yeah, yeah he was one. Of, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was. Okay, so yeah. Group effort. Them in a group, yeah. Mm. But it's a really silly to give him for that if you don't give him for best movie or best director or both. Yeah, it's kind of like well, you can have that one. Yeah, yeah. But this was his really first fun. Oscar winner winning, so good for him. Nice. Good I don't know if him, he how, how he likes it, but not enough respect. Yeah, so, no. Anyway. So now we are on the end, number 10, best foreign film. So this is the last one. This is the last one. And because we are cutting it short, in, by example, of Oscar Academy. So, so uh, it is Capernaum, Cold War, Never Look Away, Roma, and Shoplifters. Oh, oh my God. Mm. Shoplifters is, of course... I. I didn't have the time to see it before this, so I'm I'm very I I don't know you you can tell better if Soplifter deserves yeah. it. Yeah, I have seen it three times, and I'm sorry I've seen it only three times because I want to see it again and again. And so, so anytime I have a chance, I'll see it again because it's endless to watch. You can see new things and new things, mm-hmm. and you can every time you get. I could write about it. Uh, Mm-hmm. Book. Yeah. So it's it's definitely the best film of last year for me. Like, but also Cold War is a is a perfect yeah. film. Yeah. It's a, something yeah. to experience this Cold War. So anyway, but <clears throat> so maybe they give it for Cold War because Softlifters. I think I just doubt that Americans understand this. I don't know. They understand any of, of these foreign. Who can say? To, who, maybe they will give it to Cold War because it's like the, the only they know. You know, like. Uh, they give it to Roma. They give it to Roma because nothing here got Roma got nothing else until now. I Roma was also foreign. Yeah. But that's ridiculous. It's all, yeah, also the best picture. Yeah, it's ridiculous because it could have been the best picture. It's a from it's a Mexican film, but yeah. so and it got the Cuarón got the director, so it got one mm. prize already. Okay, I, I maybe it's because it's called Pavlovsky didn't get the directing, so he will get the best foreign. They will find a way to give Roma the film 
Oscar it it, it because yeah. Yeah. because they want to give it, but then they some for some reason they had to give Green Book <laughs> best picture. It it would have been perfect to give it to Roma, but yeah. But Cold War is um, director got already from Ida the Oscar. Yeah. Before, but also Quaron got before. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think anyway they they give it the Cold War or Roma, but mine is of course Softlifters. Yeah. So who got it? The winner is Roma. They they found a way to give. Maybe it it feels like a political statement, you know, like. Yeah. Think about it, like because it's a Mexican story, so they cannot give, they cannot have the Mexico sympathy story in the best picture. But then, if we treat them as foreigners, yeah. we can we can give the Oscar, you know, like something like that. Too controversial yeah. to just have it for the best picture. But if you think about the art of cin- cinema as art, so I think Cold War is a better film than Roma. Yeah, yeah, and the shoplifters are absolutely bad. So now we've done, <laughs> now we've done it, and we go into our own favorites. Yeah. So now, so did you have any favorites? I I had a lot of good, really good movies that I saw. Yeah, which ones you had? Well, I think movies that would have deserved to have more recognition and to to even be in in Oscars would be um I saw the the new Suspiria remake. Yeah, I have it in my list. You also. also. Okay. Yes, as a horror movie, it's another thing completely it's not normal in Oscar kind of thing to give really yeah, but... I don't like horror films, which is kind of it's it's really fascinating to observe horror these days because it feels like we are we are going through kind of a big horror um, renaissance. Yes, yeah. Also, Mandy, which where Nicolas Cage is. This Mandy, it's a horror. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of lot of things. It's it's a kind of hard to categorize in a way. It's like very experimental film in a way and very hallucinative. And did you see it already? What? Eh, no, I'm waiting for it, but I have seen, uh, I asked for, because it looked interesting, I asked you already that if it's, it's worthwhile, and you said it's, yes. it's really well. I, I don't know if I would put it on my top uh, movies of, of last year, but it, it, is a, it, it is a massive experiment experience to just watch it. Then there was another one called Hered- Hereditary, which uh, sounded really stupid and crazy, but it has got not... A, one bad review. Yeah, the same. It was the same for me. Like it was a very popular movie in the cinemas and stuff like this, and I was kind of like avoiding it first. Like I was like, oh, I don't know if this. But then I started to get those reviews, you know, and people were talking like, yeah, it's really good. And, and then I finally saw it, and I was like blown away. I when the movie ended, I I I described the experience like I went through like all the emotions you can have with the movie, like both negative and positive, because oh. it was so confusing. Like yeah. all the like how it used horror and how what kind of way it chose to tell the story yeah. and all this stuff. Because there is some small popular like ways of doing it, and then but then mostly it just goes its own way. And then by when when the end credits rolled, I I did I I couldn't 
handle myself. Like that's what I heard from everyone. That's exactly the same words I heard from everyone. So I'm really interested to see. The ending really like blew me away. I, I didn't. Oh. It was fantastic. And there is there is something we when you see it, it will be very interesting because there's something about Suspiria Hereditary that you will notice uh-huh. very obviously when you see it that yeah. connects them and. It's something that kind of seems to be very popular nowadays with horror in general uh-huh. that they are doing with the team and the, yeah. the, the story, uh, the, the, what they are focusing on. I, I cannot say it because I don't want to ruin heredity for yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, don't ruin. Yeah. So then, then we also had, of course, Sorry to Bother You. That is Sorry to Bother You, I have it on my list. You have it on your list too? Yes, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's also a strange thing, and I think it's high on the list. It's really it's one of strange that it was not here. It's a fan It's a debut film uh, from uh, a hip hop artist, uh, and it's it's very independent. But it deserve, it would have at, for sure deserved the position to be on the. Carefully done. Every all the details are really thought mm-hmm. carefully done. It's not not done quickly it's just by the side and i and i really it really shines through this confident very um very powerful message that is clearly anti-capitalist and that's what i want to say that's that's it yeah very critical but i like the bold angry Um, the tone of voice that it has that it's just it 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 feels like the movie is so sick of the way things yeah. are and it just yeah. wants to say it as boldly yeah. as possible and it's like it gets really ridiculous it's like I also was uh, ang- I like that angriness in it that it's just yeah so there's there's a lot of good stuff I'm still kind of piecing it together all the puzzles of it uh, the the last half the second half of the movie i'm still kind of like kind of um thinking about it i'm not finished with the film mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i don't know what i think about it the last bits but the, for sure the nice nice uh, um nice style it had i don't have problem with the end the last part of it or first part of it or any i i think it's okay, very that's, good that's all good. together Then there was another one which got unnoticed. That this uh, where Joaquin Phoenix is acting. Don't worry, he won't get far on mm-hmm. foot. And it's the director who is nowadays don't they they don't uh, give him. Musanjan. It's the best alcohol film, alcoholist film ever made. Okay. Really good, yeah. really good. Well, you are in Phoenix in I have to say it, yeah, for sure. It's it's surprising how good it is. It's really surprising. That you, <laughs> it's such a mess. And they made, and out of it comes a, like a beautiful flower, you know. Very good one. I don't understand why they don't talk about these films in this Oscar. That's what I'm asking. See, now now you get it. <laughs> no. But to me, this is therapeutic, therapeutic because we finally get to talk about good movies. That's uh, yeah. Then there are the the. No, this was like uh, my my feelings about you know first of all, but but then we have such the best films which could have easily been as. The best films nominees, 
this first reformed. Yeah, of course. Black Lansman is for me because it was already here. And if Beale Street could talk, could be as... It was kind of non-existent almost, like kind of weird. And it's a film, not sentimental, it's a film about love and marriage. What is love and what is marriage? Yeah, I have a lot to talk about it because I had a lot of thoughts into it. So it's not now is the time and place, but but it's a it's 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 a beautiful film. Like it's it's a, about beauty. It's about beautiful people, and I like that. That for once we have a story about human life, about the drama, about family, where people are beautiful. You don't have to have yeah. all the flaws of the world. The being, you know, not just outside, which they are also, but inside. Yes, know, yes, and and this I think was one of the most important things about the movie is to have a beautiful movie about beautiful people, and you can just feel the beauty and love, and that's it. Also, that it's a very important to have a film with about marriage. What is marriage? Because that describes the marriage yeah, from yeah. the beginning when they meet and where they end. There, there are a husband and wife and a child. You know, in the end, they are married for life, even if they are not married. Mm-hmm. And of course, the the criticism of like in the same way, um, like you you said in an email that. It, it, it told a lot of the same things as Black Clansman, but in such a more subtle tone of voice. Yes, um, same message. Yeah, and, and I could also compare it to Sorry to Bother You, and in, in um, yeah. by that it has that criticism, and it's very heavy also, the, the criticism. It's a very heavy story in the... In, in, in on paper, yeah. but uh, yeah. Barry Jenkins has the ability where in Sorry to Bother You, it's a very angry aggressive movie um yeah uh with the with the hammer you know criticizing society yeah. but in Barry Jenkins it's this subtle kind of like a letter to the he society you know like where he tries to respectfully criticize that you know this can you yeah. just see it and and it's a, it's a bold statement oh, but it's but, but it's in such a soft voice, like Koreda or something, you know, like it has that yeah. ability. And yeah. So he, he balances it very well. Um, yeah, I was amazed uh, because who wouldn't like to have such a family? Yeah. No. Oh, I have a lot to say about that. It's just a surface. So, so that's it. that would be a nominee. And then the ballad of Buster Scruggs, if if you ever seen in this this it is made of parts. I don't remember how many parts it has. It's chapters. So that chapter where Tom Waits is a gold digger, it's, it's it blows your mind away. Yeah, they are so good. It already starts from the beginning, from the first second it starts, and then it goes to yeah. the end. It's brilliant. I don't understand this, Oscar. Okay, I'm, nice. Yeah. Then, then I have Roma because Roma is a good film, and yeah, Cold War. Then I have this uh, Paraguay film, The Heresies, where yeah. the two old women they live together, mm. and it's something to see. It's it's one of those slow, soft things. It's all like green mm. all the time, the color and so on. Nice. It's, it's uh, like 
suffocating. You you just mm. can't breathe what's in it. Really good. And then we have uh, the shoplifters, which we talked about already. And then there is this Swedish film by Ali Abbasi called Border. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Well, are the, the trolls, the people who are trolls in customs, and it's 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 amazing film in the in the Swedish forests. And then there's one more which I have is a South Korean film called Grass. I saw this grass in a festival. They never brought it to theaters. It's only an hour long or so, mm. but it's it's amazing how soft, how how it's about people in cafe or so. Mm-hmm. Nothing really, but it's a lot. And it's uh, Hong Sang Su is the main director, and I heard that he's very popular in Korea. Okay, wow, I have to um, see what he has done. A small black and white film, it's it's made an impact on me, which I'll never forget. I want to see more and more of it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was in Lebanon, uh, Lebanese film, The Insult, which is very, you know, it's not one of those uh, to the best, best, best categories, but it gives you an idea what's going on in Lebanon. Wonderful film mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. And a court drama from Lebanon. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it sounds good. I think you to- uh, told me about it before. And, yeah. Um, I was very much influenced. Yeah, I really it. want to say it. So there are good films all around, all kinds of things. And one documentary I would like to yeah? say about this uh, Singapore documentary called The Shirkers. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Shirkers. Yeah, I really what? wanted to say that. Yeah. It's by, it's by a Singapore woman. Yeah, and, and there was like um, other really like I just discovered like quite quite late. Like there was Peter Jackson like produced and did he direct it also? Uh, anyway, produced it. This uh, very interesting mm-hmm. like documentary about uh, First World War uh, called huh? um, they, they Didn't Grew Old or something like this. It was called, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I will... Go to our website, you will mm-hmm. find the full list of all these films. Uh, and it's, mm-hmm. um, they took like 100 hours of footage, film footage of like black and white silent film footage from World War One. And what they did is they colored mm-hmm. it to look it like oh. as if how it would, the color would look actually. And then they recorded oh. um, sounds and voice as if everybody's oh. talking and you know, you can hear all the sound of the crumble and the tanks and when they are just like hanging out and stuff. And it, I saw a trailer mm-hmm. of it and it was already in the trailer. It looked marvelous, like how they brought that era to life that you would never oh, really yeah. Im- could imagine that from the black and white silent footage. You know, you, you see history and past through this lens of black and white and the how they were managed to make it alive is i think remarkable and it's kind of funny that i i didn't even hear about this like whole year you know like who was the director 
it's all in the name of Peter Jackson. So I didn't see any other name on it. So I think it was oh, Peter Jackson. Very interesting. So why don't we hear about all these films and see them in theater? Right? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, for me, it was a surprisingly very emotional uh, film in the end. Um, I saw also a documentary called uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Uh-huh. By uh, which was about Mr. Fred Rogers. Do you know him? I think I heard about this. He he's a he's a children TV host. Ah. He he ran a a, a, a TV show called Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. Uh-huh. And it's like kind of you know like the tone of voice is like similar to the to the. Um, Muppets, uh, the Sesame Street, and you know, like this. But and it, he had also puppets and stuff. And he like the first episodes were in black and white, and then he did it all the way until he was old, yeah. you know, and hundreds of episodes and for a long time. And and it's about his career, and it it had really kind of uh, powerful effects on me because it's about children and it's about. In the same same way, like Koreeda or somebody who can really give that perspective to children and give the the right things, you know, the yeah. right the right. Th- it's hard to explain without actually going into the documentary. But like, it's it's it's. I I never knew Rogers when I was young. You know, like mm-hmm. Roger was that kind of his show was where he just hang. He he just he the show is about his neighborhood and the set is like his house and his yard and then he just has guests and visitors and he learns about stuff and he shows how things work and he talks directly to the children from the tv you know about children about life and things and quite most surprising like about really really real stuff like death and and they talk directly to children about real things, and and that yeah. I really respected in in that Rogers and mm-hmm. that thing that it was so honest and direct about these things. And it had for a whole week he had episodes just about death, and that's remarkable for me. And uh, every every episode started with the same thing where he sings a song about how he wishes for you to come to his neighborhood and be his neighbor. Oh. And, <laughs> And how he can't wait to, and he always comes through the door every single time. The same thing. He comes through the door and he changes his jacket to an inside sweater, and then he sits down and he changes outside shoes into you know home shoes, and then he starts the show. And then every every time the episode ends, every single time he goes and he puts on the shoes and takes the sweater and puts on the jacket <laughs> and he again sings a song and every single time he says the same thing which is basically in the song that what made this day special is by you being you oh. and think about it like uh, to me it's it's uh, very yeah. emotional and quite remarkable that yeah. very. for millions of children who sit or who are sitting by this TV? This man, this 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 guy person is saying to every single children the one thing that they need to hear yeah. that they are special and that they they don't have to do any effort to be loved. Yeah. They all deserve love. 
And yeah, you know, you can imagine that many, many of those children that that listened Rogers didn't get to hear that anywhere mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that was like, yeah, it, it did something to it's, me. And it was like, uh, you know, like I said, I didn't, I wasn't a child and didn't see Rogers. But when I saw him now, you know, in the documentary, and when I see his like you know, YouTube, like some videos, it it still it affects you also as an adult. You also still need yeah, to hear yeah. that. It's very good, and and that connects to another movie uh, that 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 I I was on my list that didn't get anywhere near Oscar. This no, yeah. is like a scandal. which <laughs> was a movie called Eighth Grade. Ah, I haven't seen. With which is also about a child, but more uh, close to young adulthood with uh, about 13-year-old children mm. and the eighth grade in America, and which is about the same also in Finland, I think. And the, it's a remarkable movie. It's, it, it was, for me, really, really on the top of last year that I saw. Ah, really the top one? Ten, ten out of ten. It was really oh. perfect. Okay. It, it again a first time screenplay and directing from mm. uh, on uh, Burnham and who is a comedian mm. and such a honest truthful story script yeah. I haven't mm. seen in a while such a brutally honest and real mm. and I, there is a lot to say about it I wanted to tell you about it and uh, we maybe we have to have a episode for that. Yeah. But it, yeah. it 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 goes also. It, it's about the the digital age, about social mm-hmm. media, and about how it affects our uh, young people today, and how different. It it tries to give a, a perspective to that life that they are having, and to it can for mm-hmm. for them. It's 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 the target audience is the children of that age. It's not, but it's also a good movie for adults to understand better. That, yeah, that yeah, but it also when I see it, I it was it's it's remarkable to see because it's it's not so different than I when I was young. In the end, uh-huh. you know, you, you, I I could I could really connect to that social anxiety. It's I have I have a big thing about it that it's it also talks about depression. Ah, okay. Very very well talked. There's yeah. a very good point about it that 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 makes a very good light into understanding depression also oh that would be interesting yeah so i have another film which is the top for me from any of the films you know special for me oh, yeah. you know, which is i have to talk about it now it was done in 2017 but there was no chance ever to hear about it before so it's it's for me it's new. Mm. I only saw it last ah, year. Okay. In two thousand eighteen by chance on a yeah. festival. So it's not then. really last year, but it's not the last year movie, but it's a last year scene movie. <laughs> yeah. So, and and why not? I'm I'm angry that I couldn't add it to in the year before into yeah. my because I have no knowledge. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's a it's a movie called Columbus. It's from the Columbus University in uh, where where is it in America? It's in one. It's not Columbia University. It's Columbus. It's in Columbus. Yeah. So, uh, and it's done by a Japanese man who lives there, by Kogo, Kogonada. He calls himself. His name is. Yeah. Kogonada. That's it. So, in 
main part in that movie are the buildings. Mm-hmm. The building is made by the architect Erosarinen. Oh. It's an amazing film about the people in these buildings. And the buildings are the main part. I'll, for me, that's the film. Mm. That's the movie. Okay. So, this impacted me most mm. the last even more than shoplifters. Wow. Because that's like to my soul mm. and the, the buildings. Those buildings and the st- happening story. It was like a the perfect story. movie for you. Mm. Yeah. Just, it's, I, I'm sure it's good for anybody because it has a lot of uh, parks and nature and the yeah. buildings. There. Okay. Wow. It's called mm. Columbus. And he may not have a great um, publicity, this Kogonado, but I'm, I really hope that he makes new films and something. It's something relative to this, this grass, film grass from South Korea. I know simple thing which tells something which you don't really, it's, it's telling yeah. it sidely, like, you don't, yeah. And, um... Okay. Yeah, the other ones that I I could still have on my list to mention is uh, it was uh, sometimes it's very weird because like in America and in Oscars they kind of like they they talk about movies last year that was released in America last year, but uh, many of the movies were made in 2017 and they were released also, but they were released in America in USA last year. So it's kind of like for example, you were never really here only got to appear in USA last year but it was 2007 it's it's like in IMDb it's like 2017 and stuff you know like it's it's kind of uh, confusing sometimes but yeah in in that respect you know if yeah. we go with that merit you were never really here was definitely top movies of last year it, yeah, it okay. was yeah, just sure. fantastic amazing movie another Joaquin Phoenix yeah, yeah. Movie. <laughs> and uh, also uh, a similar kind of confusing release date and production date was uh, Disobedience. Yeah. By the Chilean movie uh, filmmaker who made Gloria and um, a Fantastic Woman. Sebastian Was it Sebastian? Yeah. And he, it's his like, first English speaking film about uh, Hasidic Jews uh, and yeah. a lesbian love story relationship story and surprisingly good because i i was very you know skeptical about if they you can make a good movie about hasidic jews and you know like how are you going to criticize it and it's like it's a very hard story to tell but wow like and um like uh, one last like movie like that i could say that was very top on on my list which is a very surprising kind of release so to speak how how what what do you call it in that way was um the stand up comedy performance by Hannah Gatsby uh, Nanette ah i saw it yeah which i place as good as any other movies that we have been now mm. talking about it yeah. it was a top yeah. comedy performance which was and, and uh, a performance in itself yeah. to a maximum power, um, uh, powerful effect, you know. 
and it really like it it just grasped me in 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 such a surprising way as a comedy performance yeah. it was a masterpiece in my opinion yeah, it, 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 i i was stuck That's into right. it yeah. it shook me to my core and mm. brilliant brilliant uh how how she used comedy as a criticism and all the time revolved comedy in, onto itself it was something it as a writing comedy writing it was brilliant it was, it yeah. was amazing to see her an amazing woman yeah that's amazing really amazing woman. and and i have to say because i don't know if we will talk about it anymore i just what little detail about it was that i'm because i was very sick and tired of comedy it's kind of the same i feel it's always the same stuff and so it's very hard to find interesting comedy because it's just the same things all the time and they, everybody tries to be like very edgy yeah 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 and stuff like this and then comes hannah gatsby you have all these like feminist things in it for sure and the discussion about feminism and about sexism and about all of those stuff but hey i, I don't know why don't anybody else talks about it but you have also jokes about art history yeah which, which nobody does and I, I i was laughing my ass off <sighs> It was brilliant. I, I, it was some. I, I finally, I have my type of jokes, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I was so, so positively surprised that yeah. you can also do that. And I, I wish I could see not only in the criticism and how the, the powerful emotional stuff, but I would want to see her type of comedians in a way of exploring other types of topics of humor and stuff. Yeah. And that was also why it, it was such a good. Just see, yeah. it's, it's fantastic, you know. Yeah, that. Then there were other films which was not possible to see, which I would have liked, you know, from directors I know and so on. But there's no nothing yeah. about. So I think we have wrapped up about uh, yeah, discussing much. about the films pretty much. And now we've gone. At last, we got into our. This is a good way mm. to end in a good. Good mood after and forget about all. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just didn't have any energy with the Oscars, and it, uh, yeah, it really brought me down a little bit with the winners. But it's such a nice thing to rewind and think about all the really good movies and things that we saw. So thank you for the discussion. It was very nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. So that was the Oscar talk of this year. Um, yeah, we will see how it will go the next year. It was a little bit less energy for the whole ceremony, um, but it was really nice that we could talk also about the. Uh, uh, other movies that came out uh, previous year so maybe it's a concept that we will try to um, explore more in the future again and I do want to remind you that there was a lot of movie titles that you might have heard and that were very interesting and we tried to recommend as much as possible but it goes so fast that you didn't catch the title and everything so uh, don't worry, like, um, if you go to our website, mothersandmovies.com, to the, to the uh, 
page of this episode, you will find the whole list of all the movies that we mentioned. Uh, go and check it out. And uh, if you like our show, you can. Uh, it would be very nice if you can rate it on iTunes and share it with your friends. That would be very nice of you. And finally, the original music for our team was made by Kevin MacLeod. Yeah, in the pe- previous uh, uh, episode, we promised to talk about uh, about monsters this time, but obviously, yeah, we talk, uh, the Oscars came uh, between, so um, we will have the monsters next time. Thanks a lot, then. Bye. <laughs>